Well, this year's about time to rewrite the shows and movies that have way too many jokes and not quite enough boobies, and we'll gladly try and tell you just what we'd improve. So come on down to rewrites and hell, what do you got to lose? Hey, everybody, welcome to Rewrites. My name is Nathan. My name is Clark. And we are here today to bring you a recap episode of the movie Mithrigan. <laughs> or <laughs> Megan. Mithrigan. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know a lot about this movie other than um, I saw a trailer for it and she's like a robot. Yeah, like a robot, but also... A doll. A doll. Well, a companion, I guess, for a little yeah, girl. Yeah, for a child, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed to be scary. Yep. Looks a little Chucky-esque. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, for the horror fans out there, th- there you go. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do 30-minute increments on this one. Sounds good. You know the drill. We're going to have a musical interlude. Pause the podcast. Watch 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Come back. Listen to the show. Blah, blah, blah. So, you get it. We get it. We're all going to get Megand. Megand, yeah. Right right now. Okay, so we watched the first 30 minutes of this movie, the recap of which I think will be, we won't spend too much time on it. I'll try to get through it as quick as we can. Yeah. The story is about a young girl, Katie. Katie, yep, you got it. Who is going on a ski trip with her parents when they get into an accident and they are both killed. Yep. We're then introduced to her aunt. uh, Gemma. Gemma. Yep. Um, It's funny to think of her as a Gemma because she looks, you know, kind of young. Yeah. Well, it's a little difficult to understand. Sometimes I think people are calling her Jenna, but then I heard someone call her Gem as like a shortening. So I said, no, it can't be Jenna. Because they're calling her Gem, so it must be Gemma. I mean, <laughs> that that logic is sound. So the <laughs> so with Gemma uh, taking custody of Katie. Um, meanwhile, we're showing that Gemma works at a like robotics toy manufacturing engineering company. Yes, that basically makes really souped up Furbies. That's, That's kind of, honestly what I wrote. I put yeah, they look. A little bit creepier than Furbies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're a little more robotic. It's kind of like an Alexa mixed with a Furby mixed with, you know, whatever. And they can, like, speak. And apparently fart and shit. Jelly I saw beans? that, too. Was there supposed to be jelly beans that they were pooping out? He was out? saying that... I, I don't think it was supposed to be jelly beans. I think it's supposed to be some sort of simulated poop. Oh. I think okay. he was saying he was eating jelly beans and then some sort of simulated kind of poop came out the other side. Well, that's fun. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, and somehow makes less sense. Like if it was actually jelly beans, it would be like, well, at least you can eat it. But like if it's fake shit, like why make fake shit? Unless it's, you know, for like a gag, like, you know, fake dog poo or I something mean, like honestly, that. Honestly, they used like, to, what? you never yeah. had those babies, did you then? That would, like little Baby pellets lies. would come out? No, it was pee. Yeah. Well, just, yeah, fake pee. So you would like, you would... Yeah, feed simulate them the fake that milk, process. And then the like watery stuff would come out in their diaper. Yeah. But it was <laughs> just water. 
Yeah, but I, but mean, I mean, yeah. I feel like it goes in the same thing that I you were talking so. about as you can't really use it. There's nothing yeah, there's for nothing it. to do with yeah. it other than throw it away. <laughs> throw it away. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, uh, <laughs> they make uh, simulated shit, and they're a really popular product. And she's getting hounded by the boss, like, "Hey, we need to come up with a cheaper prototype." And meanwhile, her and her lab buddies are working on this new killer android girl robot uh, that they can use. And uh, something goes wrong. The guy gets mad, says, no, no, you can't use this anymore. You got to do my prototype. Meanwhile, she picks Katie up. She tries to get acclimated to having a kid around the house. Um, A, uh, let's see, like a social worker or a therapist. It's a therapist. She's a therapist, yes. but th- but then I guess she's assigned to make sure that Gemma is, you know, a good uh, guardian. Yeah, for so probably she's a court appointed therapist, I Something assume. like that. Pops by and they're introduced. And so as a way to kind of and it doesn't really go too well, and as a way to maybe become more endeared to Katie, she decides to um make the little girl robot that went wrong in her at her work, you know, tries to pick that up again. Uh, and so that becomes Megan, the titular robot uh, that we're dealing with. And uh, we just got, fin- we just finished a montage of that last of that, that bleh. at the last of that 30 minutes, we experienced a montage of Megan and Katie, uh, playing around the house. Uh, oh, the board of directors guy saw it and was wowed. He was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Yeah, this is the best thing. Which I've ever I did seen. not expect that. I I thought, I thought he, would, he say, would be. Wow, this is ex- uh, it's not too exactly. Much. What, yeah, this is exactly the opposite of what I wanted. Well, he even specifies. Um, well, maybe not specifies how much she talks later to one of her lab assistants that you were talking about. Yeah, about how much money they spent making her. Yeah. Um, and that she was afraid that if they didn't get back on making the souped up Furbies, as you call them, yeah. uh, that she, that he would sue them uh, because they used 100K of Which seems, the company's money yeah. to make the little robot thing yeah. that then didn't even work and that he didn't even ask for. So, Right. And it was like, but he, he thinks also, he'd be mad. <laughs> but he also wanted specifically a cheap robot, and so they went and made one that was enormously more expensive so much more um so it's kind of like all right and i mean i get it maybe he was like wowed by her i don't know she drew like a picture and he was like oh my god i'm all about this like he literally said that yeah and i was just thinking like okay but this is this is uh, this leads to another question is this supposed to be in the future and like by how much do you think yeah i was wondering that as well because i mean the robot she made i i mean you know i'm i'm not great with technology yeah. i guess but is that something that we have the capability I mean, to I, do yet i think we're scratching make... the surface of that definitely yeah. in some respects but it just it has a feel of being just like five to ten years in the future is kind of like what it feels like i, get I don't what you're i don't really know how to, you know how else to explain it um but anyway so the boss is wowed by that and yeah like i said uh, we just saw a montage of Megan showing off what she can do around the house. Basically, things haven't gone bad yet. Nope. Um, but you assume that they will, uh, because obviously it's a horror movie, and or you know the trailer made it seem as such. Yes. Um, 
the the commercial that they show at the beginning of the movie uh, was very RoboCop like, very um, Verhoeven. Uh, he did like st- uh, Starship Troopers and oh okay and RoboCop, um, where he would have like satirical commercials, like speaking like about like a you know like neo capitalist like fascist type shit that like is poking fun at our you know real life society. Oh yeah. Um, and this is similarly like in that same vein yeah it's you know kind of um absurdist i don't know how else to describe (laughs) it but it has a funny uh a funny fake commercial to open it with and that was a surprise to me like i I wasn't expecting that level of i don't know i I wasn't expecting that like it being kind of self-aware in that way yeah that it's kind of gonna be one of those movies that you're like "Uh, this might be a little stupid but you might like it. Well, it seems like they're in on the joke. Yes. You know, like it. it it's not as it's not as self serious. Which is I, good. As I, it's great. Uh, like I'm so far very relieved um, by that. Yeah, like about the the, fur, the about the fur, the souped up Furbies. I said, wow, they're way creepier than Furbies. Um, almost because it seemed like their mouths had like almost real looking like human teeth. teeth. Yeah, it, it was almost like that really ugly Sonic looking thing where it has yeah. really creepy teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so that was going they on. Had, you could see like their gums? Yes, that's what it was. It was yeah. too big of a smile for a little creepy doll. It's, it's like <laughs> amazing. You can't see my face obviously, but <laughs> curling my lips back when I say that. Um, but I think that was the point. Yes, that they were know. even creepier than... Furbies, yeah, because yes. I think it had to be. I wonder if the filmmakers were thinking to themselves, "Well, Megan is creepy as fuck, but we want her to seem like not so creepy at first. Uh, so maybe if we dial up these things, she will look tame by comparison." All right, I can see that. Maybe, maybe that know. sounds good. I don't know. Um, yeah, there was a couple really cheap jump scares. And when I say really oh, cheap, I mean gosh. like they had nothing to do with anything. Uh, they, the dog? They, yeah, the dog. They pull up to the house when she's, you know, first bringing her home from the hospital or whatever. And, you know, you're just getting a look at the landscape and all of a sudden, rawr, 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 just right against the yeah. thing. And it's like, oh, darn, it's the neighbor's dog. Well, anyway, and it's just like, what? That didn't, it's not even your yeah. dog. Yeah. Like, at least it's make it your dog. Jesus. Yeah, I was do like, shit <gasps> like that. Um, <laughs> But you know, whatever. But I really like, uh, I really like the aunt character. Um, do you like her? Yeah, you don't. It's not so much that I don't like her. Uh, I agreed a little bit with the therapist. I even wrote down like oh. therapy question mark because I was a little confused at the fact that the therapist even goes so far as to talk about um, you requested to have her, but. Yeah. It seems like Katie's never been over to her house. She doesn't have a room for her niece. Yeah. She doesn't have any toys for her to play with, books. Um, she doesn't know what kind of stuff Katie likes. Yeah. So it seems like, okay, obviously, I'm not saying that she somehow knew that that might happen to her sister, but if she was going to request custody, you would think that she'd be more ready for a kid to live in her house oh. for the potential. Like you think that she, cause it's clear she has no kids of her own, but yeah, if she's that close with her sister and wants to take care of her kid, if she's going to die, you would think that Katie had been to her house before and that she has stuff around for her. Yeah. And it just looks kind of like a, a bachelorette pad, I guess. So that makes you not like her as a character? No, 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 no. I, 
not not like her as a character, not like her as a caretaker for this little kid. It's it almost seems like her parents were sort of just plot devices, real quick. Like we just need a reason for this little girl to be alone. Oh, her parents died. Now she has to be with the aunt, who's super smart. Yeah. Like I feel like they could have done that without killing her parents. Like maybe she just makes her something as a as a birthday present. Makes her the yeah. fancy doll girl. Mm. Makes her Megan. Like, did they really need to kill her parents? Did yeah, she really maybe need not. to live with her? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe that'll come into play later, and I'm just thinking too much into it. Yeah. <laughs> now it's uh, but no, I I thought that the actress did a good job as you know, I, like when she was talking with the therapist and trying to, you know, navigate conversations with her. Like, yeah. a, you know, I like that actress. Um, I know she had been, but I. Well, I shouldn't say that I I like that actress because I didn't really know her other than uh, Get Out. Yes, that's right. I, know I she forgot was on, she plays the girlfriend. Yeah, and I know she was on. I think she's on Girls on HBO oh, or something like yes, that. Oh, yes, she was. But I, you know, I I hadn't really taken notice of her before that. But I I think I thought she did. I thought she did pretty good. The movie so far is passing the Bechtel test. Yes, which is nice. Yes. Um, Enjoy that. You know, um, it, it, and I kind of didn't really notice that until a little bit later when, like, the, the macho guy came in. Or not the macho guy, but the board of directors guy. Oh, yes. Who, like whatever, her boss, the boss person. Yeah. Yes. When he came Daniel in, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, eh, it's been pretty female so far. Yeah. Except for yeah. The, just the dad, but yeah. he was but there I mean, for like two seconds. Two lines. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, he's kind of a throwaway. Um character so um so yeah so that was nice to see i did kind of find it weird that she mentioned that like what you said that they had had 100k you know you'd taken all this money from the you know we took all this money from the company to build this robot and so if we don't give them something they're going to want that back they're going to sue us so it's like they had all these resources clearly they needed to use but then when they were at her house in like her garage or wherever they were at they just built the robot. Yeah. It's like, like did, all they, of a sudden. did they build it again? So they didn't yeah. use another 100K? Like, right. They've like, now used 200K? Used 200K? <laughs> like, did you double down that hard, really? Um, she was just really confident that it was going to work. I guess. <laughs> and, you know, so that that was a little confusing to me. It's because it's like, oh, it took you all this time and effort when you had this giant billion yes. dollar laboratory, but you're just in your garage and you can just do it lickety split. Yeah, how um, much how much time did it take her to yeah. build the first model? Because she it and seemed like she was able to build the second model. I think in she, a I couple think days. Said, she I think said she saw the email. She sent an email that said something like, "Let's push it back a week." Yeah, or something <laughs> so like that. It was really quick. And it's just wow. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so far, um, I don't know. I, I'm more bought in than I thought. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind I'd of interesting so to know what's yeah, happen with Megan. Yeah. When, she, when she's going to go maybe crazy, maybe. Probably. When she starts killing people. Let's um, see. Oh, the only thing that I was going to say that I did like about the beginning is that at first you think maybe the girl and her parents and then they've died or whatever. You think the accidents happened maybe earlier on, uh, but it's actually happened simultaneously with the girl, with the aunt lady, Gemma, making the robot. So it's like happening at the same time because she gets a call about them in the hospital. So I liked that part. You you liked that they like synced up like that? Yes, I did. I thought that was a neat little bit. Oh, that it was just running concurrently. And, yes, exactly. And it just went, you know, straight into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it did a good job of. Um, 
it it did a good job of like little character moments and things like that without kind of dragging it out. Like it showed her like, uh, you know, making her use the coaster. Yes. And like things like that. It kind of showed like she's a little more anal, anal, a little more anal. <laughs> She en- she enjoys the annals of history. Um, no, she a, l- a little more anal, you know, about things like that. And mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, as as people know that listen to the show, when when you show and don't tell, that's that's when you're doing it right. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, uh, we are enjoying the movie so far. We're going to watch another thirty minutes. Let's of dive back in. All right. All right, so we just watched 30 more minutes of Megan and what a 30 minutes it was. What a what a grand 30 minutes. Yeah. Um whirlwind. I'm honestly going to say right now I can't exactly remember the order that the things happened in. Um okay, I think I can give a quick recap. Uh where we left off. I believe like you said they had a little montage uh we ended with Katie playing with Megan. Then there is a part where Katie's playing without Megan. Megan's not outside. Uh, an incident happens where Megan needs to come outside to help Katie find a toy. Uh, the dog from earlier uh, attacks Megan. Katie tries to get involved and ends up getting bitten by the dog. Uh, Gemma becomes very upset, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then later on that night, Megan tricks the dog into kind of coming close enough to do something to the dog we yeah. we don't really know what she did she kind of grabbed the yeah. dog and definitely <laughs> killed the dog probably killed it yep and uh then they don't know what happened uh later on katie and megan see the therapist uh the therapist says that she thinks that katie is forming kind of too much of an emotional attachment to megan yeah considering that she is in fact, a robot and right. not a person. And she expresses her worry like, hey, um, this is kind of a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Katie and Megan do their little demonstration in front of the board of directors. Yeah. The actual board this the time. The actual board this All time. All the big wigs, not just the annoying boss man. Yeah. Who are going to help fund it, I guess, if they want to release it to the public. Yeah. And then we kind of end with... And they do a really good job, or Megan does a really good job, and so they're all, like, super impressed, and they're like, oh, my God, this is going to be the next big thing. We Mm -hmm. need to get on this immediately, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I guess they did not care how much it cost, because they were just like, sign me up. Yeah, once once she sang a Disney song to her, they were, like, jizzing in their pants, and they were like, all right, we got to... Yeah, we gotta get on uh, her this. singing. Too sweet. Yeah, her singing out of nowhere was just kind of like yeah, I was like, that was Wait, pretty hilarious. She can sing. Yeah, she's I uh, like that she's a lot. doing that now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we sort of end with that again because the therapist said, "Hey, I think this is becoming a problem with her attachment to Megan." Gemma tries to get Katie involved in like an outdoor, like classroom yeah, kind, kind of, of like, setting, yeah, rather than just homeschooling her. Yeah, so that way she can have interaction with kids other than. Obviously a robot (laughs) and her aunt. Uh, So she goes there. Uh, There is like an altercation with an older boy. He's a real dick. He's a real dick. He like tries to steal. He picks Megan up and like takes her somewhere. It's really unclear what he was going to do. He takes her shoe off. He takes off her shoe. He lays her down on her back. 
and then takes off her shoe and kind of looks at it weirdly and it it looked a little sex rapey. potentially well he also rapey. takes off her stocking yeah yeah he takes her stocking off next and then he kind of straddles her mm-hmm. and then slaps her uh, yeah it and it just it, it was weird and then he also he took he took a a chestnut thing which that's not what those look like yeah, by the way yeah that didn't look like a chestnut uh, i didn't know what it, that was it's, supposed to be it's like close but it's like somebody described a chestnut plant to, the, you know, the the thing that falls off the tree. It's like someone described that to the writer or the producer or whoever, and they and they were like, yeah, well, like this. And the person was like, no, not at all. They're like, too late. We got to shoot. And they just put it out there because it's like, it, it, you know, a, a regular chestnut, you know, the the plant or the I guess you'd call it the fruit. I, I don't know what you call it. No, I know what you mean. Because the chestnut's yeah. inside of this protective green thing, right? That is spiky like that, but it's more uh, the like frequent the amount of uh, spines or whatever you want to call it, pointy things. Yeah, is more similar to like a porcupine oh, or like okay. something like that, where it's like tons of them. Whereas yeah. that one, they were very sparse. It looked almost like a a weird fruit or it, something. It did, yeah. It very was, pokey fruit. Yeah. Anyway, even with all that, it still was a little bit spiky. And he took this chestnut thing and rammed it into Katie's hand and like made her like grab onto it. It was like way extra. Yeah. He was given real dick vibes and for absolutely literally and, and no reason. And then he turned reason. into like a sociopath or just complete psychopath. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then which I think they kind of gave us a hint that Brandon was going to be a dick because yeah. he looks back at his mom who's talking to Gemma and she goes like, "Oh, Brandon, don't you like this?" And he's like, "Fuck you, Holly." To yeah, his own mother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, "Oh, this kid's a dick." Yeah. So they so they did it in short order. They they put him into kill territory. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm sorry. Do you do you want to finish the? No, you're fine. I mean, um, I can. Uh. Anyway, so. Uh, like Nathan said, that happens. So, you know, Megan's obviously very protective of Katie. So she's like, uh-uh, this isn't happening. So after he lays her down and slaps her around for some reason, even though she's a doll, yeah, she grabs his, his ear and starts talking about, you know, hey, he's a bad boy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, that he needs to learn some manners. I believe she rips off either part of his ear or all It looks all like of she ripped ear. it off. She stretched it out a good, like, eight inches too, too, too far. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I don't think ears normally stretch like that that's the it's the first time in well the first time in this movie that i was kind of laughing at it <laughs> rather than with it mm-hmm. uh and so she yeah stretches it out that far seems to pull it off maybe then uh then the music turned i don't know if you noticed that i did know the, it got the real like, did like a dr- yeah dramatic turn there yeah it, it was just kind of like you know like early 2000s. It's like we're watching Freddy versus Jason or something. It was like... <laughs> and then um, she she looks at him and he's all like, oh, my ear. And she goes, this is the part where you run. And he's like, oh. And, you know, it's the trailer. Oh, yes, it's, yes, it's yes. That's definitely the, part of the for trailer. For the trailer, yeah. for sure. Um, and then he uh, starts to run away. And then the other trailer moment happens that she does we were the all creepiest dreading thing that I've where seen she runs through the woods on all fours like an animal, and it's super creep. 
not only that seems less effective actually i mean like you said it's very creepy so i can see why they yeah. decided to do it however seeing as how she's a robot and apparently probably has super speed um, yeah probably would have just been faster if she in fact ran after to just him. run yeah probably would have just been bipedally faster to run. yeah yeah as a, yeah it's a, bi- um, a, bi- a biped there yeah we're smart <laughs> we, we know are. words um <laughs> yeah the uh no, but that uh, so she chases him around, and the boy falls down like a little hill onto a backcountry road where like a semi is coming, and he gets hit by the semi and killed. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then after that, I think there's just some more talk about, you know, um, the aunt is kind of questioning like, is this a good idea? Is this a, you know? Yeah you know what's going on is she feels like she's kind of losing grip a little bit on yeah uh, on katie and then um she asks asks megan to turn off and megan says are you sure and this is it's a little bit of like a <gasps> yeah, you know it's a little bit of a how 3000 moment of well. like oh uh, you They're know like, but then she says like oh there's a download in progress and she like does it anyway so we're still an hour in and she hasn't gone like full chucky yeah like you know um not quite yet anyway but she's clearly getting there and uh we accidentally went 1 minute ahead we did 1 minute well but it was like the very the very end scene of the policeman asking is about the dog asking about the dog that has disappeared with the neighbor for the neighbor yeah and we were like oh no and now it looks like well Spoiler alert for the first minute of the next segment. Um, it looks like the neighbor is probably going to get the neighbor probably next year. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, so, yeah. So um, I I feel like my opinion of the aunt is changing only in the sense that I think maybe she is kind of shitty. Yep. But. I still think the actress is doing a really good job. Oh, I agree. And I still think that she's a very interesting character. So, Agreed. you know, um, yeah. I think she's kind of the driving force um, for me so far. See, what did, what did I write? Uh, I put, I think the therapist was right when she was like, hey, uh, I think there's something wrong with the relationship between her and the robot. Yeah. Uh, and then at the very beginning scene, I had a bunch of question marks after I put... What if that was Katie? Because the 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 doll got attacked by the dog, and she yeah. had head. She was sitting in the basement with her headphones on, couldn't even hear it. I yeah. was like, "This is not a very good guardian moment for you." So that's why I said uh, the aunt was not not doing great in the second thirty minutes of yeah. uh, guardianship here. Because I'm like, that's a number one no no. Well, she's a bad guardian. Obviously, she's a bad guardian. <laughs> I feel like that that's you're getting triggered by that, but I think that you know, and that's fair enough. But, but I think it serves the movie well. It does. I think she. I think yeah. she serves. I guess it I don't need well. to be triver, triggered by that. But if she's trying well, to prove she's a I good just... guardian, I'm like, should you be sitting in the basement with your headphones on while the child is upstairs somewhere and you don't, you can't hear? Yeah, I mean, probably not. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but I, I, I really like the concept that 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 they're kind of laying down of the doll being like you know replacement for parents or doing the job of the what the aunt should be doing oh absolutely and how the uh, therapist is kind of calling her out on that yeah um 
And then that she, uh, I think it was in this 30-minute segment when they're programming her and she asks about, says something about the concept of death. Yes, she does. And starts going she, on she about says, that. Yeah, that Katie, yeah. how She's did like, Katie's what? parents die? And I want to know more about yeah, that. Yeah, how did they die? Like, what is death? And they're like, well, we don't really want to have a conversation with you about it. And she started, like, obviously Googling it or whatever the, mm-hmm. you know, uh, equivalent of Googling it is when your brain is a computer like right. that. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, and I thought that was super cool. I always like, obviously, I'm a big fan of 2001. I was talking about HAL 3000 and, ah, and yes. robots becoming sentient. sentient. Yeah, and stuff like that with like Ex Machina and like things like that. So it kind of had like that little moment for me yeah. in that in that part where she was just sort of saying like, the cessation of life, the ending of all vital, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, having this like cold, creepy looking robot talk about that is yeah. just very, you know. In a very yeah, clinical very, manner where you're yeah. like, yeah, death's a little bit more complicated than that. But yeah, I mean, it is that too. But. Sure. Yeah. It's a little unsettling. but um, And that's what I think. Um, I think it's it's tough because, you know, we have, uh, we have probably one more segment left. I think there's 40 minutes left in the movie. Yep. But I like that they have touched on stuff like this. But I'm worried that, like, in that moment, like I said, the rock music kind of came. Maybe it wasn't rock music, but it was just, like, more charged music kicked in. Like, it wasn't as subtle. It wasn't orchestral like some of the other stuff has been. And then her having the one-liner of, this is where you run, like, that that made it too... Cheap? Yeah. And a little, like, cartoony when it could have been plenty scary, just the girl saying stuff like that, like asking about like having a weird grasp on death and like being interested in it when she's already so creepy looking, you know, like there's just a lot of things about it that give it a horror bent or at least like a psychological horror bent without the like trailer stuff for lack of a better term. Oh yeah, definitely. I think. Um, Um, And I think the, the last really note that I had and I hadn't put it down uh, I know that they are trying to give this whole thing like Megan is overstepping her bounds and, you know, she's hurting people. Yeah. But Gemma did program her to have it so that nobody is going to harm her physically or emotionally. Um, She's only hurt a dog and a person who were going to hurt Katie. Right. Or yeah. had already hurt already, Katie. Already hurt her. So right. I was like, isn't she doing her job? It's it's not like she's doing anything extra. She's not doing a Chucky where she's just sure. killing people. Yeah, she's not possessed by the spirit of a voodoo <laughs> uh, serial killer. Exactly. You know? Um, so yeah, it is very different in that regard. That's a good point, yeah, that it is her reaction to stuff seems to be what it, it should be yeah. technically. I mean, if not, maybe a tad more aggressive, but she's also a prototype, so it's like she's like exactly. learning and stuff. Um, I really liked when she was calling for the dog and she was using the yes. woman's voice. Like the first time she said it, it was a little like... Uh, distorted. Distorted, like an auto tuny but mm-hmm. in a way that was really... Cre- like in the darkness, because it was a shot of just like the dark backyard and mm-hmm. they just like hear that noise. And it's like, ugh. Like that was pretty pretty good, and then like as she said it, her voice kind of adjusted, and then it then by like the third time she called for the dog, it sounded yeah, like and the dog was like oh the yeah, that's voice. yeah that's yeah. my mom. <laughs> um, so that was I think that was well done, and then um, the last thing that I wanted to say that I 
wanted to talk about is when she was at the outdoor retreat or the outdoor like school thing for the kids, whatever. Right, right. Um, before the boys killed, uh, the instructor woman goes, um, is anyone hungry? Who wants to roast chestnuts? Yay. And all these kids are like super stoked about it. Yeah. When have you ever roasted chestnuts in your whole life? You. Me? Never. Same. And I have been to a couple of outdoor camps. Obviously, Nathan will know this about me. I am not a very outdoorsy girl, but I've been to plenty of outdoor camps. Never did any of my instructors say, let's go collect roasted chestnuts. Have you ever heard of anyone roasting chestnuts and eating them? No, not unless, not get, not foraging it. I've I, heard of people getting them from the store. Oh, even then, I've never heard of that. <laughs> like, obviously, you know the song, like, just, let's roast, you know, you, know, you mm-hmm. have that song. But outside of that, I thought it was a concept that's kind of gone away. Yeah. And like I said, it, where I grew up, we even had a chestnut tree, and we never roasted them <laughs> to eat them. I mean, uh, you know, well, I, at least not in that, that regard. That's about why the chestnut Yeah, that's why I'm, so I'm like the that. chestnut man. Yeah, or the chestnut um, That's what they nuts. call me. I'm the, I'm the chestnut. Ooh. That, was, that wasn't as funny as I wanted it to be. I'll probably cut that. But um, yeah, so I just thought that was strange that a bunch of kids in 2023, question mark, or I beyond. I think it's from 2022. Uh, I know, but like oh, we said, yeah, it could mean. be taking place in the future or the not too distant oh, you're future. Right. I doubt a bunch of like eight year olds are going to be like, yes, chestnuts. And they're, and they're probably in California. Like, do they even have them over there? They're Who in knows? Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Okay. Well, I don't know the topography and the, no i only know, you know no because they mentioned that they were in oregon so okay. that's the only reason yeah. i know well you always <laughs> notice that kind of stuff and i'm just like bring on the killing of children i, I don't know <laughs> i was trying to think of what else happens in this and i could have either said bring on the killing of a dog or a child Th- those are my only two options mm-hmm. so um yeah disclaimer i don't endorse the killing of children anyway nope. uh we're gonna move on to the last 40 minutes of megan and um, conclusion see, coming up. Yeah, see who survives the wrath of the doll. So here we go. So Megan began at the one-hour mark with the neighbor being looking killed. for the, being killed, in fact, um, by Megan in her garage with a pesticide gun. Yes, it started Somehow. off. It's a power washer, and then she plugged Put in the pesticides chemicals. Yeah, into it, and shot her in the face enough to where her face melted. I, they didn't show it. Yeah, but there was blood on the ground, like there was a lot of there was a lot of blood on the yeah. Um, so she does that, which then prompts uh, a little bit of an investigation into what happened there. The same cop that was talking about the dog barking comes back. And asks um, Gemma about it. And now is asking her about the neighbor. But then we get introduced to uh, a new cop character (laughs) who only lasts for about one minute on screen and is the best character in the whole movie. Oh, definitely. Um, He's this slick-haired looking skeevy guy gnawing on a piece of gum. Just just doing the whole jaw work. Doing all that stuff. And he's asking her questions. And she's like, he goes, yeah, so, uh, so you, uh, you were involved with that uh, kid getting killed in the woods there, huh? Yeah, this and is the or, second time we've interviewed or, you in like yeah. one week. Right, and she's so, like, uh, am I connected? And he's like, oh, no, 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 it's just, uh, 
you know, we found uh, something happened to that kid. We found his ear, like, however, and he starts, like, chuckle. He's like, <laughs> and he goes, not that I should be laughing about that, but yeah. anyway. Because <laughs> he's just, that kid who fell to his death. Right. We, found his, we found his ear. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, not that that's funny. Anyway, and, like, it just the way that he said it, like, it's clearly wow. supposed to be a joke in the movie, but the way the actor delivered it was, like, one of the best lines in the whole movie. Um, oh, definitely. I enjoyed it very much. So then um, after that, there's a confrontation between Gemma and Megan where she wants to ask her if Megan's done anything wrong. Um, Megan, of course, starts acting weird. She's very, yeah, she's very vague because she's trying to get around the answers. Yeah. And she's smart enough to know she can't outright lie, but she's right. like, I can get around it by saying other things. But then uh, Gemma says, you know, Megan power down, and she says, well, hold on, we're having a conversation, so she doesn't do it. Yeah, That's when you started freaking out. Yeah, because I was like, oh shit, she can't control her anymore. This she's is like, it? She's like, uh, power down now. And she's like, uh, bitch, I'm not ready to power down. I'm I've got all still the power. Talking. Yeah. Um, don't interrupt me. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I have a name with a number in it. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. so, so that happens and she finds a way to finagle it to, to power her down. Then she does the smart thing, sort of, of tying her up and taking her to the real lab so her and her two other, uh, you know, engineer friends can look into what's going on because they're about to launch the new her that very night. So the little girl Katie's being a real biatch. Yeah, she's uh, very because, upset. Yeah, she can't see Megan anymore. She's upset. Almost she's like she's tied her. Yeah, you know, well, not tied her up, but she's like, "What's wrong with her?" She's yeah. crying. She's kicking the back of her seat. And it's almost like she's a junkie yeah. and she doesn't have her. Honestly, fix that's of what Megan, I put. I put yeah. withdrawal on there it because feels, it seemed like it. Yeah, yeah, like it was like she was going through withdrawal. She she's hit like, her. I just, I yeah, just need to see her for ten minutes. Yeah, just she 10 minutes. slapped Gemma and slapped then the and she picked up a pair of scissors like she was going to stab the therapist. And yeah, she so was throwing one. shit in the the win- like yeah. at the the one way window or one way mirror or whatever. So acting she- a fool. Yeah, acting up. And um, she finally gets her to calm down. The engineers at the lab are trying to shut Megan down. Oh, they're trying to investigate the like movie clips of her. You know eye cameras so they can figure yes. out maybe what's going on because in those have been corrupted corrupted yeah so they're so, like something's going on here yeah, so like, then um megan freaks out tries to kill the two engineering people and breaks loose mm-hmm. from their little lab there and oh, is running around what? the compound Before that mm-hmm. i was gonna say that katie kind of realizes oh shit like you know what this shit isn't important or not Katie, I'm sorry, Gemma realizes Katie is what's important. So she's like, you know what, fuck this. Like, So she calls her two like assistants or whatever, co-worker, engineer friends, whatever you want to call them, and yeah. says, like, oh, make whatever excuses you want. I'm taking Katie home. And then it comes through sort of weird so you know that it's it's Megan because it comes through like auto-tuning where she's like, whatever you say, boss. Yeah. And you're like, Wait a minute, that didn't sound exactly like her little assistant. And her yeah. assistant, like, you see her walk over to her phone, and then she looks down and is a little perplexed. Like, yeah. huh, what happened to my phone? And uh, it's because, you know, Megan somehow hacked in, and now yeah. she's got the power. Yeah, so she's, like, <laughs> taking, yeah, she's interfering with other systems now, it seems like, and she uh, runs into the 
as they're everyone's moving around, moving and shaking to try to get this launch of the Megan product off, uh, they're at the you know company you know uh, headquarters or whatever, right? Trying to get everything together. So the um, douchey boss guy from the beginning is walking around, and Megan confronts him and chases him down and kills him and the assistant. Uh, to try to make it look like the assistant killed him or whatever. Yeah, I'm not really sure. It, that was a little bit of a excessive yeah, death. She gave... It didn't really make a ton of sense to me. Yeah, like why I she said, did that? In the first hour, I can see why she hurt those people because maybe they were in her program, hurt Katie. they were either hurting Katie or they had already hurt Katie. Yeah, but then she goes and kills the one guy, mostly just kind of to protect herself at this point. I guess I think, so. But then she didn't really need to kill the assistant. She just kind of killed him for fun. Yeah, that seemed a little <laughs> she didn't excessive need to do him. on that end. Anyway, but she killed them. She escapes the place and she goes to Gemma's house for a final battle where she. Uh, Showdown time. Yeah, she showed, shows down and uh, the little girl is able to kind of save the day because she takes control of another robot that Gemma's made in the past that we're kind of introduced to earlier in the movie. And she, you know, fights Megan with that, rips her up, and it's a whole, you know, is she dead? Oh, no, she's alive again, you know, type of deal, as we all expected. And, um, yeah, and so they finally are able to destroy Megan's CPU. uh, Her little center with, like, a hammer through it. Yeah. Whatever. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and so then the, the two engineer friends apparently made it out alive. They get back. They pull into Gemma's house along with the cops and ambulances and stuff just to, in time to meet them as they walk out of the house triumphantly. And then, of course, in the background, the little Alexa, Siri, yes, home you know assistant what? thing. We kind of didn't even touch on that. But, yeah, when she walks out before Megan has her little showdown with her, she's all... Like, man, the house is dark. So she tries to tell, I think it's called Elsie. So she goes like, hey, Elsie, turn on the lights. And she doesn't react at all. And it doesn't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So then the last shot is uh, the Elsie thing coming on, turning mm-hmm. on and like pointing towards them ominously as if maybe Megan is in there. Yeah, maybe she took control of it Or something she died. like that. Oh, <laughs> could there be a, a, a two Mathrigan? Two Mathrigan. Ooh, I like it. Could it be Matugan? Matugan again. <laughs> Megan again? I don't know. Two Megan, two Furious. Two Megan. Um, but yeah, so there's probably, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mathrigan also. That's yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. And yeah, and so that that was the end. That was the end of the movie. And um, boy, it's, I, uh, what what to say? I think I thought a nice little touch, which I uh, did share with Nathan, is that they apparently, Gemma, has like a little piano in her uh, home. And I'm assuming she had programmed Megan somehow to play it. And so right before their little final showdown, when she sees Megan, Megan is playing an orchestral version of the song Toy Soldiers. So I, I liked that little touch. And I don't know what that song is. <laughs> so I won't sing it for you. Enjoy that, <laughs> if, if you will. You can go um, look it up, everyone. I can Google. elaborate no further. <laughs> Much like the other songs that she sang, 
Uh, I think she sang. She sang another one that you recognized earlier. Titanium by Sia. Mm-hmm. Sia. That's Sia. all gibberish to yep. me. Um, <laughs> and so, obviously, I know what the word titanium means, but that was it. You sure? I don't know the word by. I don't know that. Um, so, anyways, the 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 movie was. So what what kind of bugged me a little bit was the kind of uh, tone shift. That the movie sort of yes. had after near the, the end. Hour shift. After the um, hour. It became much less subtle and it was more like, um, I don't know, it was more like stylized and kind of like. Um, she started just really going killer clown for no reason. Like, yeah. It didn't really seem to be some, like, there was no set off of, oh, yeah, now no. she's going to kill everybody because she was just killing sort of indiscriminately. Anyone yeah. who came in contact with her, she was like, I'm going to kill them. <laughs> I mean, she didn't kill a ton. Of, she really didn't. I mean, I think she only she, she only killed well, the neighbor and those two guys. Yeah, but she tried to kill the two. She tried to kill. Saying, yeah, I understand. They were trying. She to tried to kill more people than that. But, uh, but she didn't need to ki- kill the boss guy really, and she didn't need to kill the assistant. It was just kind of like no. she could have just like maybe hurt them or bypassed. And them. I yeah, that that part seemed out of character. And I was thinking when watching that that I still enjoyed the last you know thirty two minutes or whatever it was. Um, for what it was, and I thought that it was a decent enough ending. It gave us the kind of showdown we wanted. Um, Megan, yeah, Megan looked super creepy at times. Um, you know, so I'm even more creepy than usual. She's actually like, right. she gets some of her hair ripped out and her clothes are wet. She looks almost like a girl from the ring or something like that. Uh, yeah. And all of a sudden, her, her movement, yeah, she does those. Really jerkily, yeah. and it's creepy. And of oh, course, I there's like a it. strobe light. Of, yeah, it's the, the whole thing. <laughs> I hated that um, part. <laughs> but what, but what kind of struck me was that it, it felt a little bit like two movies mashed together. And it's mm-hmm. like, or rather that it was two filmmakers that that tried to make the same movie and within the same movie like it right. like it okay. had two different directors or something because i i was thinking about it too and i haven't i don't know if well, we're too far away from the tv but um it, it seemed like that probably was pg-13 i think so i would think so because there was only the one f word that i remember Oh, which yes, was the kid says, saying yeah, fuck, fuck you, you to his mom yeah and then the violence is tame mm-hmm. i would say like she shoots the neighbor with a nail gun to nail her hand to the ground but there's no there's almost no blood mm-hmm. and then when she kills her it's off screen you don't see her face melt it's just right. implied uh then when she kills the boss man she does it with a knife but you never see it like yeah, you know, and you kind of see the him. aftermath of the blood when yeah. the elevator opens up later. However, you it's, it's a very, little far away. I mean, so yeah, it's blood. not it's really not that bad in the yeah, grand I scheme agree. of I think things. It's PG-13. So it probably is PG thirteen, and it really felt it felt more like they started to make this they started to make this movie. Somebody was making it kind of like this subtle psychological, you know, um, kind of slow burn sort of movie and it's almost like the studio came in and said this we can't sell this this isn't make gonna you, you need to make it like more of a flashy horror movie more jump scares you know we need to make this like a friday night teenager movie let's make it pg-13 let's uh have her dance 
Like the, the the scene where she dances that added absolutely nothing to it. Like it was absolutely just like, what nothing. What is she doing? Like there wasn't even a scene. Like there was no music playing. Like she. I, I don't even just know. Did dancing. they even show in the montage the girl dancing with her? Yes. Like Katie dancing. She with shows her? her how to dance. Like because she kind of shows her. Like a um, little. You can see a part where she's showing her how to like how to move her her arms okay. and to sway her body. Like maybe Katie's, so, Katie's at that age where she might watch TikTok or something. That that's what it reminded me of. So she might do of. a TikTok dance. It, but it seemed almost completely serving of that yes like they even like somebody at whoever made that film the producer blumhouse i think it said someone at blumhouse was like let's we want the tiktok kids to go watch this movie let's make the robot dance yeah at least twice Uh, uh, yeah (laughs) i mean and but even that moment in the film it made no sense to me and so there was a lot of stuff that was shot or seemed like it was shot specifically to put in a trailer to try to get people in the seats. Yeah, because that was in the trailer too, the da- the dancey part. Yeah, all that stuff is very flashy. And the stuff that was more interesting to me was all the stuff that wasn't in the trailer. Yeah. It was her, you know, questioning what death was and the um, aunt coming to grips with like, well, I'm kind of, uh, y- you brought it up off mic that the one engineering friend Tess. kind of... Ac- was her Tess name? Tess accuses Gemma... Uh, I just hadn't mentioned your name before, so I was the no, audience yeah. doesn't know that. Oh yeah, I um, was like, oh, I was sorry, I was so, trying to okay. tell you. So. Uh, <laughs> but the the engineering friend d- uh, confronts Gemma and says, D- "Are you sure you aren't using this robot as a way to like not parent the girl?" Kind of deal, and it, you can tell it's kind of like what, and and she has some interesting kind of revelations, I think throughout the movie and i think her character is really good and and i think I she maintain. does grow to yeah. the end yeah and so i i enjoyed that and that was very you know that was good to watch i enjoyed that part of it but then i also can enjoy a weird robot girl fighting other robots and like doing oh, yeah. shit like that you know so it's not to say that that other half of the movie so to speak is bad it just felt conflicting yeah, I, this. I feel like they could have gotten that message across that, hey, I liked the message that they were, I, I guess, giving with the, um, is she using the robot somehow to, you know, not really get get out of parenting, but skeeve off of maybe the, the not fun parts of parenting. Right. Uh, you know, telling them to do things like, you know, obviously we see her again, time and time again, try to remind Katie to use the coaster, to flush the toilet, to wash her hands, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And yeah, those are the not fun parts of parenting. But you know what? It's just all part of it. And yeah. you can't really do the fun things without doing the not fun things. Yeah. And I think they could have maybe gotten that across without needing to make her into a killer. Like maybe they could have just... Yeah. made a movie where at the end they kind of see almost like maybe like a Black Mirror episode but a little longer where it's yeah. like at the end they find out you know what I am just kind of using uh, and, and I think she did find that out but she could have found that out you know through a series of events that maybe it wasn't about her murdering people it could have been <laughs> it could have been more subtle mm-hmm. and I think and I think it was with a couple exceptions like even the boy being killed you know, without the stretching of his ear and the, you know, saying, like, this is the part where you run, you know, like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. If she had just, like, chased him for whatever yeah. reason, like, they just found a reason why she chased him. Yeah. And he fell 
and died. It, it's very, it's a little ambiguous, you know, it's not quite like... Yeah. You did know, she did, push him? She didn't. Yeah, didn't, she didn't, you know, so it's like, is she to blame or isn't she, you know? And so there's that kind of question to ask. And so I think like, as we're talking about this, I think we've uncovered the rewrite for this movie is it, it should have been more of more of that where you kind of question what she's really doing you take away the uh killing of the neighbor because that seemed a little excessive, excessive too as well um and killing a little vindictive the killing of the boss oh, yeah. definitely and the assistant but then like if they had done some of that stuff and it kind of left those questions open until the end when it would be like really clear that she wanted to kill Gemma Mm-hmm. You know, and then have her maybe like attack her and then have the thing happen. And not so maybe theatrically of like, you know, yes. now you're going to meet Bruce, you know, and like that whole thing. Because, again, that's very like movie theatery. Oh, definitely. For, <laughs> meet uh, Bruce, our other brother, yeah. my other uncle. Yeah, it's like one liner shit. Like take that out and just have like a confrontation where it, you know, there's like the oh shit moment of like, oh no, this robot might have actually turned on you. Yeah, she's and have very that. sentient now. Like she won't, she won't turn off right. when you tell her to turn off. She is now self-aware. Yeah. She's made herself her own primary user so you cannot control her anymore. Right. So, so have it be that instead and I think it, and you know, and get rid of the kind of, you know, stylization bullshit that, mm-hmm. You know, that's the trailer stuff, like we said. Oh, definitely. Chop some of that out of there. And I think it could have been, like, an actually really smart and, like, you know, intelligent movie. Yeah. Um, I think it definitely had intelligent intelligent moments. Um, I even wrote down in quotations the part where she says, our child, because uh, that that also really struck me, is, is that during their final confrontation, she starts to talk to Gemma about how she wants to raise Katie right. as their quote-unquote our child. Right. And so I think that because of the way that she had programmed uh, Megan, Megan started to, once she started to gain sentience, she was like, it's my job to protect Katie. So she saw Katie as her charge, as her child. Yeah. So, yeah, it could have been, uh, it could have been... Coulda, woulda, shoulda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have been more... Um, but I would say all in all, I did like it more than I thought I I would. I did as well. And I thought that there was more going for it. I mean, I wish they would have fleshed it out, like we said. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, the acting was pretty good and I, I enjoyed the, the characters and, uh, yeah, Megan was, uh. Plenty creepy to watch. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of jump scares and things like that. If you like those. If so. you like that kind of stuff, of course I don't. But if you like people creepily moving towards you in a robotic yep. way. Yep. There you go. So even with all of that, though, I, I still was able to uh, to enjoy it. Yeah. So. I had a couple yeah. of laughs, so I yeah. enjoyed it as well. So what would you would you rate it there? What would I rate it? Oh, yes, Mr. Nathan. Do we do ratings? Oh, um, do you do want to? Well, would you watch it? Do you want to watch again, or uh, was that a yeah? A no, I think kind um, of thing? no. I I think I would. I think I would watch it again. Um, at some point, I would. I would watch it again. I think if well. if they tried to make a sequel, you know, which they kind of like baited it a little bit with they the thing did, at the end. With the thing at the end, yeah. I a little... don't think I would want to. 
I don't think I would want to watch a sequel to it because I think they would go full on into yeah the TikTok bullshit. Oh and yeah, all of that. You definitely go full iRobot there now. I feel like at that point. Yeah, well, even that movie took itself pretty seriously. It did take itself very seriously. Say, well, I, the I robot put it more and everything. Into, yeah. Put it more into like Chucky, like oh. the the sequels to Chucky. Ah, see, stuff. I've never seen Chucky. Oh yeah, um, but a child's I, play rather. Well, yeah, yeah. With with him in it, yeah. I do know Starring of him Chucky. and stuff. Yes, so I know who he is and what he does and shit. So Charles E. Cheese. <laughs> Everybody knows that was Chucky's origin story. Yeah. <laughs> he was Charles E. Cheese. First he was a, a red-haired doll, and then he became a giant mouse. Mm-hmm. With and delicious he, pizza. Yeah. He retired from killing and then invested in a skee-ball machine, and the rest is history. There you go. Yeah. And a pizza recipe. Yeah. That's a pizza history. recipe, a, a skee-ball machine, and a dream. And a dream. Yep. Charles E. Cheese. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> There you have it. That's our discussion uh, of Megan. If uh, you have any ideas of your own about movies you want us to recap, get at us on Instagram at Rewrites Podcast. Email us at heyrewritethis at gmail.com. Rate the podcast. Do whatever. Send us a text. Tell us that you liked it. Any of that shit. Give us suggestions for uh, To Megan, Too Furious. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> This, this the the sequel, the long-awaited sequel. <laughs> um, I've been I, once again, have been Nathan, and I've been Clark, and we will see you later. So come on down to Ray Robinson. Hell, what do you got to lose?